Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states and much of Canada from Montreal going south to northern Florida and west to the Mississippi, blanketing the East Coast with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power on ESPN AM 1520. We have a legend in entertainment with us today, Tommy James, and we're very honored because this station, which is the old KB radio, probably played thousands and thousands of times Tommy James hits over the 60s, 70s, 80s. So we're so honored to have him on the program. Also with us is a premier uh, management uh, specialist in marketing and sales, Frank Switek, who's known Tommy James for the last year, and a man who is probably the best promoter in Western New York State, Mike Bellani. And as evidence, I have a $1,000 check here for the Friendship Foundation, mental health agency due to the hard work of Mike Bellani as he cares so much because he had a terrible life-threatening accident and he has deep sensitivity for those with mental illness. A little bit about Tommy James. Crystal Blue Persuasion, Crimson and Clover, Money Money, I Think We're Alone Now, Drag in the Line, Hanky Panky, Sweet Charity Wine, Three Times in Love and Mirage are just a few of the many hits 23 gold records, nine platinum albums, and over 100 million records sold worldwide, and 32 Billboard Hot 100 chart hits. Our guest, legend in entertainment, Tommy James, and we're going to start now for the next few minutes with his new album, Alive, with the new single, So Beautiful. Sometimes I know I make you mad When I don't pay you enough attention And I just forget to even mention How I love you when I should And I feel Ooh, baby, you just don't understand who I am And then you give me that look That look in your eyes and I'm looking back at you And I just start to laugh Cause you're so beautiful So beautiful So wonderful So wonderful So lovable So lovable Incredible Sometimes we get 
get into a fight When I stay out too late with my friends And you ask me where the hell have you been Hey, I don't believe this Baby, I don't need this, I feel Sometimes I can want somebody I can't be And then you give me that look With tears in your eyes I just can't fight with you. I gotta be crazy. Cause you're so beautiful. So beautiful. So wonderful. So wonderful. So Very good. You've heard this hit. And I'm talking about the new single entitled So Beautiful on the new album Alive with Tommy James. Uh, Before we go to Tommy, let's get a little bit of comment from our guest in the studio. Who is this legend from your viewpoint, Frank Switek? Why does he mean so much to us in America? Well, uh, Tommy uh, was obviously a great artist. He has a great story, which he told in the book, Me, the Mob and the music and they're also uh, uh, doing a uh, a movie uh on Tommy which I'm sure he'll he'll talk about but uh the thing that impressed me when I first met Tommy he does a meet and greet after the shows and what impressed me about him is that how he treated each fan he you know he he has eye contact with the fans he uh, talks to the fans, he asks for their names, and he stays as long as the last fan is there. I know uh, when you did the uh, Buffalo show, Tommy, Yes. I think you were there talking to people for about two and a half hours. Well, that's true. First of all, I want to say hi. How are you? Good, good. We're happy to have you with us. intro that was, uh-huh. and I want to thank everybody. It's wonderful to be on your show. And yes, uh, I love mixing it up with the fans. I, I really do. They are the ones who uh, keep the car engine running. <laughs> and uh, as we go around and uh, perform, uh, I'm, I'm able to uh, actually talk with people and, uh, and get a feel for what they're thinking. And, and uh, it's just amazing to meet all these folks, especially at the meet and greets where we get a chance to mm-hmm. sign stuff for them and everything. Well, the and, and the other thing that's so interesting to me is uh, I've seen you in three venues in the last uh, six months, and uh-huh. uh, you're packing the halls. <laughs> well, I tell you, the fans have been so good to us over the years. I really mean I thank the fans and the good Lord for the kind of longevity we've had, and uh, you know the the fans have, uh, as I said, keep the car engine going, and whatever we get involved in doing, you know, they make it happen. Well, that's great, and you you certainly demonstrate it. Let's talk a little bit about this new album, Alive, and the new single, So Beautiful. Could you give us some background on sure. the meaning of this, what motivated you, what is the message 
how it's going to sell, yeah. where you're going to sell it worldwide. Let's talk about that. Boy, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Go ahead. Take five minutes. Uh, uh, it was a labor of love. It was about two and a half years in the making. It's my first uh, studio album in a little over ten years. And, um, uh, you know, we started, uh, it started out as an acoustic album, believe it or not, unplugged. And we got about two or three songs into it and said, nah, there's no way we can do that. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, I've just have been writing. I've been writing with a lot of different people. Um, it's, uh, musically, it's a combination of brand new music uh, and uh, a couple of, uh, of remakes. We did, uh, for example, on the album, a song that's going to be in our movie. Uh, it's a brand new version of I Think We're Alone Now, done slow and acoustic and very different from the original record back in 67. And uh, we also did a remake of Dragon the Line. Mm. And uh, Tone Z, who's an incredible uh, hip-hop artist, uh, came on and did uh, a segment of it with me. And uh, uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting track. Uh, we also did a remake of the Rolling Stones, This Could Be the Last Time. Um, and all the rest are, are brand new. And uh, so we're just we're really excited to get this thing out. The single, the first single from the album, is called So Beautiful. And um, uh, it's, uh, you know, just a, a nice poppy little record that we wanted to do. Uh, and it has um, uh, it jumped on the AC charts in, uh, at 29, and, and we're uh, in Billboard, and we're really glad it's the first chart action in quite some time. And so we're really happy. The fans have been really good to this, to us on this. And uh, a couple of the songs we will do in the show. So uh, it's it's fun. Haven't had an album out in quite some time, and it's really great to see uh, the fans' reaction to it. I have a copy of the book that Frank Switek handed to me. It's Me, the Mob, and the Music. That's One right. Hell of a Ride with Tommy James and the Shondells. Tommy James with Martin Fitzpatrick. Sure. Uh, now we have an author with us, uh, Mike Bellani. What's the significance of this book? Why is well, this important? Basic, basically, uh, it's an autobiography. Uh, we released it uh, uh, several years ago, and uh, it's going to be a movie and then a Broadway show. Um, it's essentially an autobiography with about two-thirds of the book uh, um, uh, concerning uh, our really crazy relationship with Roulette Records, mm -hmm. our, the label we had the bulk of our hits on. And the reason it's tumultuous and crazy and sometimes scary is because, uh, unbeknownst to us, when we signed with Roulette, uh, Roulette, in addition to being a functioning uh, indie label was also a front for the Genovese crime family in New York. Oh boy! <laughs> of course, we didn't know any of that, uh -huh. and uh, we learned it incrementally after we had signed with them. And uh, you know, we kept. It took us a while, but we gradually understood who we were rubbing shoulders with, and uh, so there's just a lot we couldn't we couldn't talk about any of this. But in the meantime, they sold a hundred million records for us. So, you know, it was, I had very mixed feelings about the whole thing because uh, even though, you know, we weren't, gonna, we weren't making mechanical royalties, you know, crime doesn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> we found that one out. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, uh, we had such tremendous success on roulette um, that I don't think we would have had at one of the big corporate labels because if we had signed with CBS or one of the uh, big labels that actually wanted to sign us when our first record, Hanky Panky, came out, um, if we had signed with one of them, we would have been lucky to have been a one-hit wonder. We, they would have turned us over to an in-house A&R guy, and that's probably the last time anybody would have heard of us. Hmm. Uh, at Roulette, they actually needed us. Oh, well, it's and a, it's so, a wonderful you know, it's, uh, book uh, here. It's really a, I, I, not a, quite a love-hate, but it was definitely uh, along those lines. Now, we must have a picture in this book of Tommy James as a teenager with the legendary Ed Sullivan, and then they have photos of these uh, people who were connected, I guess, with some crime <laughs> efforts with the Genovese. Yeah, these uh, are all the executives. Yeah. Uh, Michael, you're an author. Why is it important for Tommy to communicate his career with uh, me, the mob, and the music? Why is well, it important? Sure. Mike, well, we have Mike, so Mike Bellani's going to comment on this. Right. There's so much that really nobody knew. And uh, didn't know because we couldn't talk about a whole lot of it. While we were, you know, essentially the story is, uh, you know, while we were moany moaning and hanky-panky, um, there was this very dark and sinister story going on behind us that we couldn't say a word about. And, uh, you know, when we started writing this, we were going to call it Crimson and Clover. Mm hmm and we were going to write about having hits and doing the music and all that stuff. And we got about a third of the way into it, and uh, Martin Fitzpatrick, my co-author, and I, and we realized that if we don't tell the roulette story, which really is the story, that we were cheating ourselves and everybody else. Well, I was very nervous about about doing that because uh, back when we, you know, some of these guys at that time were still walking around. <laughs> so... Uh, we basically waited. We put it on a shelf for a couple of years and waited um, until the rest of them kind of passed away. <laughs> and then good. we felt like we could finish the book, which is what we did. And it was released um, uh, several years ago. And almost immediately we started getting calls for the movie rights and for the Broadway rights. Mm. And so, uh, as it stands now, it's going to be a, a film. It's going to be produced by Barbara Defina, who produced Goodfellas and Casino and uh, Hugo a couple of years ago with Martin Scorsese and just a string of great movies. And she's just wonderful, and we are so honored that she's going to produce the movie. The screenplay has been written by Matthew Stone, who's a tremendous screenplay writer. And uh, the, the director is being chosen as we speak. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, basically, uh, uh, the casting starts next. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I'm getting a hell of an education watching this whole thing come together because, uh, of course, I've never done this before. But also, uh, everybody that comes on the crew is a separate negotiation. <laughs> so it's a miracle any movie ever gets made, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'm having a great time, and um, I'm going to be uh, co-producing the movie with Barbara, and it's gonna, I'm, we're gonna be, I'm going to be heavily involved in the music, of course. And uh, so I'm just uh, so honored and thrilled, I can't tell you. Uh, Michael Bellani, you've written many books. You wrote the book about Bob Rich Sr. that people are reading all over the country that started Rich Products and other books that are sports-related. 
What about this book about all entertainment, about Tommy James, his exciting career, a legend in entertainment? Why is it important to communicate with a book on a career? Well, Tommy, yeah, this is Mike Bellani. I'm a good friend of uh, Frank Switek, and oh, he, yes. he told me all about um, how you all connected and asked me to, uh, to get involved. Sure. And I'm just so uh, excited. I'm, I listened on WKBW many years ago when uh, the Shondells and right. you uh, came out with those songs, and I remember at school dances. But I think it's absolutely amazing of what you're doing and sort of rebranding the Tommy James uh, brand, you know, that began with the, the book and now the future, the movie and the Broadway play and the new album and, you know, being back out on tour. I mean, that is the, the epitome of uh, rebranding, and um, I just think it's wonderful. Thank you so much. It's great to talk with you. And uh, yes, I, I have been so fortunate uh, to be able to do rock and roll this long. I really have. By the way, I also have a show on Sirius XM every week on the 60s on 6 channel. I, 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 I'm sorry for getting a plug-in on your radio station. <laughs> yeah, well, we're happy anyway, to. That's another thing is getting together with Tommy James every Sunday. And I'm I'm so thrilled to be doing all this stuff i really am and um so thank you for letting me get all my plugs in well tommy we're gonna have to talk to your producer because or the uh, the producer of the movie because there is now uh, great new york state uh, tax credits that uh, they bring it here and we just finished one last summer really? with, a, with a buffalo Cheektowaga resident bill fickner Isn't a right? uh, character actor who uh, filmed a movie called cold brook and Back in 1983, I was instrumental working with Robert Redford and Glenn Close on oh. the filming of The Natural. So we have a little background in that. I love that. I love the idea. For those who have just tuned in to the Rusk Report, we're very honored to have a legend in entertainment with us, Tommy James, famous for Tommy James and the Shondells. The book is available worldwide, Me, The Mob, and the Music, Tommy James. He has a new album out it's called alive and a new single we had on earlier in the broadcast courtesy of kevin carr so beautiful our guest today if you're listening in chictawaga new york or montreal or northern florida to our listening to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power please write to brian rusk espn radio 500 corporate parkway suite 200 buffalo new york 14226. We get letters as far away at the station from Scandinavia and New Zealand with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power. I'd like uh, to mention we have some exciting programs coming up, including Samantha Maruli, who's fighting uh, a cancer in Florida with a, a charitable organization. I'd like to thank those who've called. Ken Abramowitz, who is a guy who's battling the evils of radical Islamic law, Dave Ehrenberg, state attorney for Florida, and Craig Barrett of the famous Barrett-Jackson car auctions. Uh, thank you for your calls regarding these guests. A little bit more information about Tommy James. Many artists around the world have covered and continue to cover Tommy's songs, including Prince, Bruce Springsteen, Joan Jett, Billy Idol, Kelly Clarkson, R.E.M., Carlos Santana, Cher, Tom Jones, and even the Boston Pops, a multi-talented man. And uh, let's talk about the beginning of your career when you played at the American Legion Hall in Niles, Michigan. How did that come about? 
<laughs> well, I called this guy named Bill. <laughs> uh, well, basically, uh, I started out uh, in my first band. I was 12 years old. I should have been sent to my room. Instead, I went to the American Legion. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, we started my first band uh, back in my hometown, Niles, Michigan. And... Uh, uh, had a couple of record deals before I was out of high school. You know, we had I played cover bands, and um, uh, basically I recorded uh, "Hanky Panky," which ended up being our first hit, back in the uh, WNIL Radio Studios in Niles in 1963, and it was released in early '64. Uh, on a little local label called Snap Records, and did pretty good, but didn't blow the doors down, but it did okay. And so we kind of forgot the record. Uh, by 1965, I graduated from high school, took my band on the road, and we played uh, all through the Midwest. And uh, I'm playing at Dumpy Little Bar in Janesville, Wisconsin, in early 66. And right in the middle of my two weeks, the IRS shuts the guy down for not paying his oh, taxes. Boy. And we get sent back home. But that's how the good Lord works, because as soon as I got home, I got a phone call that changed my life. Uh, uh, the, the distributor in, in Pittsburgh called me up, tracked me down, and called me up. And if I hadn't been home, I wouldn't have got that call. And told me that this crazy record that I had recorded a couple of years earlier was sitting at number one in the city of Pittsburgh. And this is the spring of 66, and would I come mm -hmm. and do some local TV? So I went there. I had no group. Uh, I couldn't put the original guys back together. And I, um, so when I got to Pittsburgh, I sort of grabbed the first rock band I could find in a club. And uh, they became the new Shondells and uh, went to New York a week later and sold the master to Roulette Records. And... Um, that began uh, a string of hits that was just uh, kind of amazing. Uh, became the biggest record in the country of 66, went number one. And, um, uh, you know, that began my career. We just, uh, Roulette Records uh, took it from that point on, and we did 110 million records with Roulette. Uh, Michael, Frank, did you want to make a comment here? Yes. Uh it's a very fascinating, very, very fascinating story, and uh, as people have read your book, they've said that it's it's a real inside look at uh, what's happened in the industry. Thank and, you very much. I mean, it really is outstanding. Now, you also, we mentioned Ed Sullivan, or there's, there's, a, there's a great little story here, is how Ed Sullivan introduced you coming on the program the following <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a true Another story. legend. Yeah. Well, Another you legend. know, when we did our first Ed Sullivan show um, in uh, February of '66, Crimson and Clover had just gone number one, and uh, doing Ed Sullivan. It, first of all, it was the biggest show on TV. It was also the scariest to do because it was live television. You never knew what was going to come out of Ed's mouth if he if he talked to you. <laughs> And uh, it was just one of those shows that was just terribly frightening to do. I had just finished a tour across Canada with the Beach Boys, and we are down in L.A. at uh, the, the Hyatt House on Sunset Strip, and uh, I picked their brain because they had been on the Sullivan Show, oh, you know, half a dozen times, 
and they were veterans at it, maybe more than that. And so I, you know, I tried to get all the information I could out of them. And so we're sitting watching Ed Sullivan. This is the Sunday night before uh, my show I'm going to be on. And Ed Sullivan says, now, next week for the youngsters right here, Tony Jones and the Spondells. <laughs> Tony Jones. Engelbert Humphreyink, he has no problem with. James, he can't pronounce. <laughs> so it was downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Tommy, uh, I don't know if you remember, but I, got, I have my book, and I'm showing everybody here in the studio my book. It says, to Frank, all my very best. Tony Jones, the Spondells, also known as Tommy James. <laughs> we have one little uh, plug here to give before we uh, find out how much he made on his first event. Uh, Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegman stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. Now tell us how much money you made from that event at the American Legion Hall in <laughs> Niles, Michigan. How much? I made $11. Alert. Well, I hope now you make $11 million on your new album and your new uh, book. Uh, we, I'm sorry, but we're running out of time. Do you want to make a last comment, Michael or Frank, about this great legend on the air? Uh, Tommy, thank you so much. Uh, we'll be in touch uh, perhaps with some other opportunities. That sounds great. Yeah, we'll I want you to know I really appreciate you guys. Thank you. You guys are all over the place. Well, oh, well, good. We're honored to have you again. Our guest has been the legendary entertainment leader known throughout the world for the last 40 years, Tommy James of Tommy James and the Shondells. Special thanks to our uh, director of Engineering for this program, Director of Production, Kevin Carr, who's been doing this for 15 years. Thank you for telling us about your great career. And Thank again, you so much. The, the album is called Alive with the new single, So Beautiful, which we had. And the book is Me, the Mob, and the Music with Tommy James. Thank you for enlightening us, Tommy Thank you James, so much, great guys. legend great in entertainment. Thank, Thank you. you for being with us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t